Can you believe in your heart as hard that some shit just happened such as this? Welcome to Superhouse, your podcast for all things Batman, as for now at least. But uh, <laughs> today, I am once again the man who knows too much about Batman. This is Ben Juan, and... Indeed, it is I, Andrew, and I'm here once again to discuss the Bat with thee! <laughs> <laughs> with me, with me, yes. So today, uh, we've been going over the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, we've been going over Mystery of the Batwoman... And we have now skipped to 2016's Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. Why? Because it's our damn podcast and we get to do whatever the fuck we, we will want. get to the Nolan trilogy eventually, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> just like, when does Batman begin? We like procrastinating. <laughs> There's so much that happened in the great Bat hiatus. Exactly, exactly. So this is not what happened That's to Batman. This is after, Bat- this is <laughs> after <laughs> the <laughs> whole Nolan trilogy. <laughs> after the whole <laughs> Nolan trilogy, anyways, because there's a reference Actually, to it. Actually, you set the schedule. What the, <laughs> what the hell happened here? I mean, Okay, so some explanation, though. <laughs> uh, first off, we when we first started this, it started in the 89 era of Batman. Yeah. We hadn't really gone to anything that happened beforehand. Of course, there was a lot that happened beforehand, right. mainly with Adam West. We hadn't really done any episode on Adam West. The closest that we had gone to that was when we went to visit the exhibit about Batman 66. Yeah. So it was good to revisit Adam West, and I wanted to do something that was a little different than just the 66 movie, that which everyone has seen. Right. Uh, we also are doing something a little special in February, which I dub Two Face February, because that's going to be February of 2020. So I couldn't pass up the chance to cover uh, Batman versus Two Face, which is the final animated movie or final movie, at least where uh, Adam West played Batman, right, or acted at all. Right. But the movie that came before that was Return of the Cape Crusaders, so I figured we might as well end the year off, at least when it comes to Batman deep dive right. movies, uh, on this movie. So this was the second-to-last performance of Adam West, and it features Burt Ward once again as Robin and Julie Newmar as Catwoman, and everyone else is being impersonated by other actors because everyone else is dead. Sadly. Right, sadly. So, um, this it's is, amazing that, that all of them were alive at that point. I know, yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, Julie Newmar, this is technically her first Batman movie. Because she wasn't oh, in the yeah. 66 one. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we've got a lot of different impersonators. Uh, we got uh, Jeff Bergman as Joker, William Sayers as Penguin, uh, and then Wally Wingert is Riddler, which is cool because Wally Wingert is the voice of Riddler in the Arkham games. Oh, okay, yeah. So okay. he's impersonating Frank Gorshin here, so he's playing more than one version of Riddler now. Oh, he's done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's yeah. got more of like the smartass, way yeah. more of a smartass <laughs> thing in uh, the Arkham games. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So here he's just trying to channel... Frank Gorshin, um, and let's see, we got uh, Stephen Weber as Alfred, who I think is, he's a very underrated uh, American actor putting on a British accent. He was the one who was reading Stephen King's It when I was doing oh, 45, really? hour, 45 hours of It on Audible. And his uh, a regular little, American accent. Yeah, regular well, for him. Well, yes, but also he has to take on different voices because yeah. he... At one point, he plays Richard Tozier, who, yeah. who's famous for doing a lot of voices and yeah. takes on different characters. So he's he's just absolutely amazing. So I'm glad he got to play a part in this. But if you're uh, if you're British out there, let us know how his British accent was. Yes, because to us it sounds pretty good. It's felt pretty good. Well, also Ephraim Zimbalist <laughs> Jr. in the animated series isn't British either. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. He's American. For sure. Yeah. So. I would like to get some feedback from the fans out there yes. about that. By the way, Wolfie is uh, out. He's uh, absent from class yes. today. So um, He had work. So, yeah, there we go. 
but uh, <laughs> he can check this out. You guys can check out this movie on Amazon Prime, but uh, let's get right to it in terms okay. of... Uh, you hadn't seen this before. No. As per usual with the animated I've movie. seen a lot, but not... <laughs> not there's just so many ones. Batman animated movies, you Right, know? which is why this is it's fun to do these so that we can like talk over and, and you're going through, through the lens of having just seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did yeah. you think of this? So the first half was like pretty much normal, I'd say. Yeah. But like once it, I mean, spoilers, everybody. But once it starts getting to bat clone territory, yes, and it, that's when the the humor also really ramps up. Mm-hmm. Like before that, it was just like, all right, it's like a C, and then it's yeah. like moves into like B plus A minus <laughs> territory. territory. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. So I, I I really enjoyed it. This is one of the <laughs> this is one of the better ones that we've watched. Absolutely, I think it's yeah. way better than Mystery of the Batwoman. It's yeah, that one's just like yeah, could that one could have been a lot better. This one like I really appreciate humor, mm-hmm. and so like to see something that is like straight up a comedy and really right yeah, I should have expected that with it being Batman sixty six, but it was just. Yeah, that style of humor is very unique too. Right, and it's you know? like it's got to be still got to be funny. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The jokes have to like, land. Just like camp for the sake of camp. Right, right, right. Which is kind of how it maybe felt in the first few minutes or so, but then once it gets further and further and getting right. more ridiculous, right. now we got bat rockets, we right. got clones, we got a lot of like weird in jokes into the previous version, you yes. know, the other versions of Batman that yes. came after Adam West. Yeah, because the cool thing about this movie. Which I love because it's also one of my favorites in terms of animated. It's definitely yeah. underrated, which is why I wanted to cover this one. Is that uh, it's like what if Adam West played a darker version of Batman? Like the cliche, not necessarily the cliche, but the one that like is formed in fans' heads. The sort okay. of Zack Snyder's Batman who's like right. super harsh and and brutal and everything, and how that doesn't really fit this version. Right. But you right, get right. to hear Adam West do the fun of that type of version. right, right, yeah. right, right. So that, yeah, that's, that's awesome. one of the things I love about this. Yeah, I thought it was incredible, man. I mean, it, as soon as the clones started popping up, yeah, it 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 just really ramps up. It's like it's like that's when the movie really hits. So mm-hmm. if you are, I wouldn't say bored, but it's not like your favorite thing up until that point. Just wait, wait yeah. for that to kick, and then it's like it's really fun throughout the whole thing. And it kind of made me think of like, I know this is mainly about the show, and the show wasn't really super based on the comics, but it kind of reminded me of maybe like Silver Age zany Batman. Or yeah, of course. Like that, 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 that era of comics that were just zany for zany's sake, right? Am I anywhere mm-hmm. near... Yeah, like the 1950s and 60s where there was just all the... There was the zebra Batman. There yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. rainbow suits he would have to wear, the 50s right, and 60s right. of just like, yeah, let's just throw anything that looks cool on a cover that makes you want to buy it. There's a place for that, I think, and I, I like yeah. I like seeing that kind of stuff. It makes it fun, you know? Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, the Silver Age magic to this, which is right, what I was trying to right. capture. And this is almost like, what if 66, this TV show, had more of a budget? Oh, right. Yes, for it's, sure. It's what it kind of feels yeah. like. Even, yeah, it's animated, but like you couldn't do this in the old show at oh, all. I mean, they're going into space and all kinds <laughs> of shit, you know? I mean, I know so, they made Moonraker and shit back in the day, but and, of course, Star Trek and everything, yeah. but it's still like, I don't know. Yeah, the budget, They wouldn't have done it. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't have yeah, done yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I think there's an amazing amount of Easter eggs in this. Yes. There's, for a Batman fan, there's... The, the entire credits is a treat because you get to see the 66 cast sort of reenact all the different famous comic book covers right. of, you know, the first appearance of Batman, first appearance of Robin, right. different famous covers of all the other villains right. uh, when they show up. Uh, I love seeing when we, I forgot about it until we we rewatched it, but the old Batsuits in the back oh, are yeah. the 1940s serials Batsuits. They're yes. just colored, but... Yes. 
they're the 1940s heroes bat suits. Which Did they have means, the purple gloves in, the, in there? No, I think they threw that in just as a reference to okay. the uh, <clears throat> the Bill Finger uh, oh, yeah. Batman right. design. Right. Uh, but I, it does make me wonder. I'm just like, well, does that mean that the 40s serials are actually the prequel oh, to right. the right. 60s show? Because it kind of still works based on what I remember of the, of the serials. They could just play with that timeline. I mean, like, could, why yeah. not? Like, it's, that's like a Grant Morrison thing. Where <laughs> yeah. It's all true. It's everything. Everything uh, is everything canon. Everything is canon. Exactly. We're going to make it work. You the, know? The, uh, <laughs> just a little. I love Grant Morrison. <laughs> Me so, too. So yeah. good. So yeah. good. When we do uh, a deep dive into Batman's training, my take on it is going to be a Grant Morrison style. Everything that you've seen of Batman's training is canon. Oh, no matter yeah. how ridiculous a, that's it a, that's is. That's a good take. Yeah. And that's how I'll introduce all the different takes on, on training because there's different continuity of different, right. different ways that uh, he, he learned things as well as like adaptations and right. Lego Batman has his own training thing. It's all ridiculous. What? Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So, okay. <laughs> not, not the uh, Will Arnett version, but the, the, the there's a series of Lego Batman movies that were directed DVD oh, beforehand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that came out. So that has one where uh, he went to tr- the same training school as Deathstroke and so no and Deathstroke uh, was like a formal former like classmates who hated him type of thing so are those any good at all they're funny too like these okay we'll check them out in a future deep okay. dive okay but they're not they're not like the exact <laughs> style of humor that the Lego Batman movie is no it's not quite the same okay cuz that's a very particular writing team yeah there's a doing different that movie yeah there's a different type of style of humor yeah. it's it's a different Batman voice uh it's a different type of way to do it uh, By the way, the Playmobil movie comes out this weekend, and it has a whopping 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so you're saying I should see it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Have a good old time. <laughs> 23% of me will like it. Yeah, probably a lot less. <laughs> Even less. It's like Playmobil, you're sucking in the theater like you sucked at making toys. <laughs> well, compared to Lego. That sounds like it. Jesus. Uh, the... 1940s serials were partially responsible for the 60s show being okay. made because yeah. uh, it was kind of a slightly urban legend, but uh, a fact that people love to, to talk about, which is that Hugh Hefner did a screening of the serials. I heard the it was the 60s. whole show was pitched at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, yeah. He, it was Playboy originally. Mansion. He said it's going to be an evening with Batman and Robin, and okay. he showed these 1940s serials. Okay. And there was an exec there who was just like, seeing how everybody was eating this up, and he's like, we uh-huh. got to make a TV show out of this. Okay. So yeah. Hugh Hefner is partially responsible for us getting the Batman series. Yeah, the 66 show, correct? Yeah. In fact, there was an interview where... Uh, yeah, the 66 show. Yeah. There was an interview where he said Batman was his favorite superhero. Yeah. Which is interesting because Hugh Hefner would then go on... You know, he would grow up with Batman comics, and then he would go on to live in this huge mansion yes. known as yes. a billionaire playboy. And yes. uh, there's even some old illustrations from the Bill Finger era where Bruce Wayne was just lounging around in his manor with a red robe. Oh, yeah, on. for sure. So, uh, for sure. Hefner had poss- taste, I guess. It's a possibility <laughs> that Batman is the reason why we have Playboy, too, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> the origin. I don't know, man. I think that's a stretch Hefner a little bit. Hefner is a huge... I'm just saying, I think, he I think Hef- a lot I think of shit off of this. Hefner probably at least channeled some Bruce Wayne when he's walking around his man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back that's in the what day. I'm saying with the he whole red his, stuff. He had it in his mind at <laughs> least. Rope, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to have been. And you know he had yeah. probably some secret-ass room or Any something. rich dude with a robe walking around probably <laughs> at this point has fucking channeled <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So let's see. Other Easter eggs. Um, there is when Batman gets knocked over the head. 
yeah. he sees three or yeah, I think he's knocked over head or, or so he sees three Catwoman. So yeah, it's the yeah. three Catwoman from the sixty six era, supposed to be Lee Mer- Merriweather and Eartha Kitt, along with Julie Newmar. That was so after they introduced the duplicator ray or whatever it's called. Yeah. And so I thought be, like yeah. did did this already take effect or is this just a bump on the head? Like it was it was like a little yeah. confusing at first. It's supposed to just be a hallucination, but it yeah. does get confusing because yeah. of the duplicator ray. Though it yeah. does make you wonder. I'm like, well, did were they trying to give a continuity explanation as to why there were what seemed like three different Catwomen? Right. In right. This? So who knows? They didn't think, really explore it that much. I think it's probably just a, a quick way to have like, oh, we have multiple Batman in this. Yeah. We're going to have multiple Catwomen as well. Exactly. That's just like a, just a quick kind just of throwaway thing. thing. Yeah. But yeah. Lee Merriweather actually does play a role in the next one. Oh, uh, yeah. But not as okay. Catwoman. But okay. she does play a role in it. So Because Lee Merriweather's still around. That's so, incredible. Yeah, that's also incredible. So I was at uh, a panel. It was, uh, it was Hall H in San Diego like mm. four or five years ago. And... Julie Newmar is there, but she can like barely walk. Oh, geez. So that's, she had that's heartbreaking. But she had what was great about it though was she had two muscular dudes <laughs> escort her on stage, <laughs> and both of them had shirts that said henchmen on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's, she that's leaned amazing. into it like crazy, and it was pretty cool. She has it was to, pretty yeah. cool. She has yeah, to. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I think uh, you know she. She's the one whose whose voice has kind of aged the most. It feels like in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of have to excuse it because it's like, well, what are you gonna do? You're getting the gang back together. You yeah, know what it's, I mean, it's like it's pretty cool. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like this animation, I as I, I was telling Andrew before we start recording, like I wish there were more of these. I wish there were more adventures right. in the '66 right. world. There's a lot of comics that explore the '66 yeah. world afterwards uh, that we can kind of get into where they did their own version of uh, Bane as like this luchador type. Yeah. Uh, they did their own version of Rosal Ghoul and they based the drawing off of Christopher Lee as oh, Dracula. Really? Yeah. Um, Man, I have to get into that more. Yeah. It's 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 pretty cool. It sounds really fun. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. So it, yeah. it's a cool continuation, but I definitely I feel as if this is you can safely say this is kind of like a nice continuity bookend to the sixty six show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the series was cancelled and everything and there's a bit of dispute of like, okay, should we consider this canon? But I'm just yeah. like, look, Adam West is flat out here with Burt Ward and Julie Newmar. Let's right. consider this canon, please. They are straight up down to play still. Yeah. Burt Ward's still Burt playing. Ward. And Burt Ward still sounds great <laughs> as a teenage Robin. His real voice does sound <laughs> like Robin pretty much. Just, he, he just, just that Robin never, got a little older. He just never got through puberty. Yeah. It's some, there's something that happens with like, you know how like not all, but many child actors seem to have slightly this is not scientific but Mm -hmm. like it seems like a lot of child actors are a little bit shorter than average height as they grow up Mm -hmm. like i I, look again not scientific please correct me but i just it just kind of feels like you see a lot of uh, examples of this and it's like is something happened with like too much stimulus growing up to where you're yeah like you just get stunted like you become an adult so quick in your mind Mm -hmm. because of the environment this is a big tangent anyway (laughs) also didn't happen to christian bale so Eh, i'm I'm blowing smoke up everybody's ass anyway continue ben but he did decide to uh change his weight for every damn movie yeah Yeah. so that's true that uh that might not have done him many favors for the future but we'll see uh, just like see. Haley Joel Osment's also not that tall. Yeah. You know, like there's so... Edward Furlong is, looks pretty Mac- tiny. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin is not that tall. You know? You're right, yeah. There's, there's something to that. There's, it seems like there's something to this, man. Hmm. 
must investigate further. Yeah. But Burt Ward, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he got bigger this way, but yeah, just yeah, not yeah, wider. that much this way or much with the voice. And so. he loves those dogs. Yeah. I think he's going to, he, uh, he's probably fine, you know, is finding some way to keep plugging that, uh, the dog food that he's got. Yeah, yeah, with, that's like, cool. The Robin name and everything. Something, so, something you know, to do in his uh, older age. Robin shit. will uh, always be out for the dogs. He should yeah. have his own Ace the Bat Hound. Yeah, I know. I, really, at this point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I'm, I'm looking at my notes here. Oh, yeah, I did love the uh, callback to how useless the GCPD is in the 66 <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we can't do anything without Batman. Chief <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> O'Hara is like, yeah, there's a witness, and I just, I don't know. I don't know how to do my job. I forgot how much <laughs> of a thing that was. Like, they really are just completely useless. Huh? Yeah, it's the, it's the weakest Commissioner Gordon ever. He's right. like, I don't know what to do. Batman, please help me. The other thing I love about Batman 66 is like everybody's like starts to go to bed at like 8 p.m. It's like <laughs> it's like there's every operation is during the day. It's like even Batman's like <laughs> going to Betty by at, at nighttime. You know what I mean? It's just yes. so opposite from like our generation that saw Batman 89 first. Yeah. So yeah, it was just it's all it's kind of funny. Uh, speaking of 89, we have a great callback to that where uh, Adam West gets to yell, you want to get nuts? I love that. Let's get nuts. I think Adam West, of course, don't know. He's not with us anymore. Yeah. But like, I'm sure he loved the fuck out of that. Oh, he, I'm sure he did. You know, saying that line, that's a great line. Like, in his that, delivery. Yeah. <laughs> he also his gets style. to do, um, he also got to do the whole, uh, this is an operating table and I'm the surgeon, which is from Dark Knight Returns. Oh man, I forgot about says that. that to Riddler yeah, yeah, right yeah, before yeah, yeah. He, he punches him. Yeah, which like it's still in the '66 vein where like he puts on these brass knuckles. Right, and Riddler's like not the face, and then he punches him <laughs> the face, and there's like no damage to their faces at all. Right, right, right. <laughs> and they're right. just crumpled in, right. and they're just absolutely fine as opposed to like look at what like Batfleck does in oh, uh, Batman yeah. vs Superman. So. Big contrast in, in that. But. I hope Reeves is able to fix those transgressions. Yes. Well, we'll see. But yeah. uh, Reeves is a big 66 fan. Okay, yeah. I think because he, he uh, on Twitter, he took pictures from that exhibit that we went to. I know, yeah. And it's no surprise to me that, guess what? His movie also looks to have Riddler and Catwoman and Penguin in it. I wouldn't be surprised. I know we keep going back to Reeves speculation, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if the movie is too light for hardcore Snyder fans. Uh, I you know what I mean on that. Yeah, it, he might. It might be the lightest Batman we've seen in years. It depends on his take because I'm just yeah. like I'm sure there's a noirish take to it, but I'm like I, we don't know the level right that's there. Right, right. I will say though, I don't think Pattinson has signed up for an Adam West type of Batman. That's though. true. That's true. It won't, I don't think it'll be that that yeah, far along. Yeah. But it'll, I don't know. We have no idea. We don't know. We we're love just, thinking about it. We're pulling shit out of our asses. <laughs> <on this. laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Return of the Cape Crusaders also has uh, Aunt Harriet sort of. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love very, this. This is a very meta subplot where it seems like she's trying to uh, get in on the secret yes. of uh, Bruce and Dick, and it seems implied. Going out at night together again? Yes. And, you know, having her around just for appearances. Yes. So if you guys heard our Batwoman episode, it was <laughs> we just talked about how Aunt Harriet was around just for appearances. Yes. For the fact that they wanted to contradict Dr. Wortham's seduction of the innocent books that claimed that Batman and, and Robin were gay, along right. with Alfred, and so they wanted a maternal female presence in there, along with the Batman two of them Becker. sleep in a bed together. <laughs> <laughs> there really, literally are panels of them in the bed together. Yes, so it's like not entire. 
he wasn't it wasn't far off. Right. Yeah, like we can't they would never that. write that, but we it's just like that. The, the that visual was there. That was I don't think that was adapted into the sixty six show. No, anymore. no, that that part wasn't, but there yeah. the comics did have that. Mm-hmm. And I mean he was reading into it a bit, but not too far. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I d I don't really think this movie is for people like us who are in the know about that stuff. Right, who love Batman. Right, 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 right. It's not necessarily for kids. It could kids could watch it, but there's definitely enough jokes in there for adults like us. Well, it's like that Batman sixty six thing where it's like the kids are watching one thing and the parents are watching another thing. True, it's yeah. the same show. That's really one of the most genius things about the sixty six show is like I grew up thinking it was just cool, not as cool as Batman eighty nine, but just cool. I didn't yeah. really get the humor mm-hmm. until I was older and I'm sure like our parents and our parents' parents, honestly, because mm-hmm. my dad was 10 when the show came out, like probably saw it, saw the, saw it as a comedy show. Right. Yeah. So like, this is like the same thing, which is really good. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, yeah. um, you know, we, I think Michael Uslin's name is on this, which is, uh, it is, yeah. you know, on every single Batman media, but it's kind of interesting <laughs> to have him make peace with the 66 show because he's always been about, for those who don't know, Michael Uslin was the guy who pitched for 10 years, how to make a Batman, a serious Batman movie, right. and that became Batman right. 89. And the reason why was because he was driven by the idea that, like, I don't want people to think Batman is the 66 Adam West guy. I want him to right. be right, right, the right. dark detective from the 1939 era. I want right. him to be this dark Avenger and everything. So him, you know, putting his name on this or at least making peace with this is, is kind of a big step, at least for, right. for Uslan, I think. And, and I think it's it's kind of more accepted now. To be like, hey, like, seems like it to me. Yeah. You can have a light Batman. It's okay. We can have a lot of versions all at once. Uh, there's already a shit ton of versions yeah. all at once. We were just, giving, you know, <laughs> I, as of this recording, I, we just had an Instagram post about Ian Glenn's Batman uh, in in Titans and how. Though I do say that his his take on it is sometimes is a bit like Adam West, yeah. a little bit like a serious Adam West. Yeah, there's even a, a, an Easter egg in one of the episodes where he does the. Oh my god! But not like it's it's like a hallucination version. Of oh, him. okay. It's not yeah. like him in real life. Like but. Nightmare Batman in the Titans finale on season one. Yeah, so we got Nightmare Batman in the Titans finale in season one, and then season two, Nightmare Batman is him doing this uh, <laughs> as Bruce. Just never, choose one, man. He never shows up in the bat suit, but I don't know. I'm not here to talk about uh, that. We don't have to go on a tangent for too it. long. But yeah. how cool is Nightwing in that in that show? He's, He's pretty okay. cool. He's, He's okay. okay. He's not great. He's just okay. Honestly. I think Chris O'Donnell had a better Nightwing suit in Batman and Robin than uh, this kid did in. Uh, I call him kid; he's my age. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this guy did in time because it's like it's hyped up. It's been hyped up for two years, and yeah. suddenly he just gets the suit and he has a fight scene, and it's it's just okay. It's just, it it doesn't is, really what is do much. Batons is that what you call them? The uh, screamer sticks. A screamer sticks. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that fight any good at all with those sticks? It's it's okay. It just doesn't feel like it, it's earned that build up. Eskrima is like fucking Indonesian or something. You got to get the raid guys in there. Well, first off, they don't really explain why it's now Eskrima sticks. Okay. I mean, there's like a little Easter egg earlier where like the stat he's fighting with staff and it breaks in half, but that's about it. Oh yeah. It doesn't yeah. lead into like oh like this is what I need to do. Right. There's no explanation behind the name Nightwing. Okay. Uh, the symbol was supposedly based off of something that's planted earlier however by the time he gets the suit it's implied that the suit was made before he saw that symbol so now this is a whole continuity <laughs> like the whole thing's a mess and i'm just like this Titan, is what Titans happens lost it in season two huh it lost it in season yeah like it, it it was great it looked like it had a lot of potential yeah. with this but they wasted deathstroke's story 
The dude's got the yeah. look for sure. For, for Deathstroke? For, no, I mean him too, but but for Nightwing. Oh, yeah. No, no. I think it's like, fuck, that's fucking Nightwing. The they, cast, good casting, man. The, good, the casting is is good. I mean, I think even like even though I've ragged on Ian Glenn's Bruce Wayne on, on Instagram when I said yeah. like flat out, he's like, he's the worst Bruce Wayne, but it's he could have been good. Right, he, right, right. You know, it, it's just that the, the way that he was directed and the way it's written just does not match up to what Bruce was being said in, in right. season one. Right, right, just right. Like he's, he's hardcore. Like they describe Bruce in season Season one basically as if he was the Batfleck Batman right. or, the, or the or more extreme version of the comic book Batman. Right. And then you meet him and he's basically like a calm Adam West esque presence. And kind I'm like, it boring. doesn't really and he's also really boring to, yeah, okay. to watch and I'm like <laughs> Okay, there's no intensity about him and I'm like, I get that like maybe he's a little bit more mature. Yeah. Or, I mean not mature, but like emotionally healthy. Yeah. But even Clooney, who didn't seem like he was haunted by the deaths of his parents or anything like that, right. even Clooney at some point Hold was, on one second. Yeah. Alexa, living room light on. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Alexa. Here we go. Sorry, it's on auto timer. Right. No problem. All right. All right. So uh, a little back, I'll backtrack a little bit so you yeah. can edit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get that maybe he got a little healthier in mindset over the years, but that's yeah. never really explored or explained. And even George Clooney in, in Batman and Robin, where it's kind of like, okay, maybe he's gotten over some of the darkness right. and parents' death. Even he had some elements when he was out of the suit of feeling like, okay, this is still Bruce Wayne. Okay. He's, you know, in terms of intelligence, in terms of like, oh, like a control, I'm a, I'm a control freak over Dick and, Dick and Barbara right. in the movie. This one, it's just like, he could, he's like a deadbeat dad when it comes to, to, to Dick and Jason. He's just not around. Okay. Doesn't do anything. So that's why I have him there. You know, I think Ian Glenn's a great actor. He's just miscast in this and misdirected yeah, yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah, necessarily yeah. his fault. So sorry, Ian Glenn, if you see my Instagram post. But that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he cares. The Game of Thrones check is he, too he's, sweet. He's, he's he's living off the money and he's just like fuck you, I'm still Batman in the show. So Yeah, 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 yeah. He's played Batman he's Game of Thrones like Yes. He just hasn't been in the suit. He's doing good. Yeah, yeah that's he just true. Hasn't been in the suit, so yeah, he's too old. <laughs> All right, back to uh, Return, Return of the, the, Cape, Return Cape of the Crusaders. Cape Crusaders. So uh, we, yeah, we love this movie. Check it out on Amazon Prime. But uh, I will leave you this little tease before we go on the break. Uh, this is not the first time Adam West has reprised the role of Batman through voice acting after '66. In fact, he did it for many years, uh, just not in a direct-to-DVD animated thing. So when we get back from the break, we will go over. Uh, a deep dive into Adam West's career as Batman that has nothing to do with the 66 show. Hey everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop, RetroCo. If you go to retro-ko.com, you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies. If you wanted to get that Sega Saturn hidden gem from back in the day, or if you wanted to get the Famicom disc system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into or uh, import game, please go to RetroCo.com. That's Retro-KO.com. And if you use the Superhouse code Johnson's Ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com slash RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European, 
Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount. All right, we're back, and we're here to do a deep dive, which is exactly what you guys want to be hearing about. It's what the people want. They're the ben. edutainment part of this portion, uh, this this podcast, which is uh, going to be about Adam West's career as Batman, as well as uh, my own little hot take on this, which is that uh, when you think about, you know, a lot of people get asked, who is your favorite Batman? Who's the best Batman? And everything. You hear a lot. Of, obviously, Kevin Conroy is like the biggest, most universal one. Right. You know, and I would agree with that. You know, he's probably, yeah, you know, yeah. unquestionably, that's the voice you hear when you're in the comics. But what if it's only live action only? A lot of people say Michael Keaton. A lot of people say Christian Bale, but to me, maybe he's n- maybe not my favorite Batman in terms of the, the, the portrayal. Yeah. But I still think the king, the greatest live-action Batman, is still Adam West. Okay. For several reasons. Uh, one is that like it's it's a name just like Sean Connery with James Bond, Harrison Ford of Indiana Jones. Like he's so associated with the character, right. you right. can't let go of it. As opposed to some of the other actors, where it's just like, oh yeah, and he was also the, you know he also played Batman at one point. <laughs> like, right. 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 Um, so there's that. Uh, but also he is one of the few Batman, or probably the only Batman, uh, so far as with this recording, to cross over from live action to cartoons to be in uh, so involved against all these other villains. He's the only right. one to face Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, Riddler, Mister Freeze. Oh yeah, it's all true. these villains, all That's the other true. guys. He's yeah. fought the most villains for sure. He's at, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Out of all actually, the live action, I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens with Pattinson because they're throwing three rogues gallery villains right. Lilac out man, what's his name again? <laughs> Louis the Lilac. Louis the Lilac. Louis. Sorry, that one. Um, <laughs> um, and then there's an amazing amount of female villains in the '66 show that they never carried over right, right, into right. the comics. Um, would you think you would? There's even one called Black Widow, funny enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. But very different from the, you know, Scarlett Johansson type. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, people give him shit for, you know, a lot of people give Adam West shit for being basically like, oh, he was the light, campy Batman. He was the jokey Batman. Yeah. But if you actually watch him, he's not actually that jokey. Like, he's not right. the one making the jokes. He's still the straight man. He's in a jokey environment. He's in a jokey environment, but yeah. he's the straight man in the jokey environment, which right. is true to the character. I think also the biggest one of the biggest things is is his voice, his delivery. Like yeah, it's so yeah. like immediately like you know if you've ever heard him once, like you can just pin it again. Like his exactly, voice is yeah. so recognizable. And as an actor with a brand as popular as Batman, mm-hmm. you have a voice that's also as distinguishable as Batman, pretty much. Right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like Shatner too has got that his whole deal too. Like, and they're around the same time. The, the I think that same exact years. Yeah, exactly. Which is appropriate when they cast Shatner to be Two Face in, right. in the Batman vs Two Face. Right. 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 Uh, thing. But uh, I remember I was at uh, I think it was the L.A. Comic Con that we went to. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if you were there with me in the audience when it was Kevin Smith interviewing Adam West. I think I was there. Yeah, I think I was. He there said with I you. was. I was so tired of wearing tights. <laughs> I remember him saying that. Well, I also remember he was he was bringing up like his take was that. Batman would pause a lot in talking yes. because he would always be thinking. Uh, that was his, his reasoning. His mind would be racing about different things and making all these deductive right. jumps and all that. Right, and right, and right. I always appreciated that uh, when he brought that up. Um, so other things people give him crap for, they're just like, oh, he was out of shape in that suit. You can see his belly. I'm just like, if you actually look at some of the old pictures of Adam West in the 60s, he was actually a pretty fit dude. The suit just it's, didn't give him any favor. This was a time favorite. before yeah. there was like Jim Jones from 300 and like 
you know, like that they didn't really like there wasn't a focus on that just yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is there was no martial arts at this time. It's a few years before Bruce Lee arrived on the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Americans were largely under unaware of what kicking was. I mean, yeah, this is right <laughs> around the time. Because I mean? remember, West would co starred with Bruce Lee when Bruce Lee yeah, was yeah, Kato, right, Kato right, came right. around. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Actually I take so that same yeah. Bruce but Bruce like, Lee is definitely in the show. But he wasn't like he the, wasn't the Bruce Lee that people knew. He was they just, they didn't have enough time to formulate the fighting for Batman 66 based on largely Eastern martial arts, even though Bruce Lee was on the scene at the time. Right, yeah. There wasn't even, enough incubation period, probably. There wasn't even the idea of Bruce traveling to Asia to learn martial right, arts. Right, right, right. This was not a thing in a Western thinking, I think, yeah, at no, this no, no, time. No. Kung Fu, the legend continues and all that, had not fucking taken a yeah, hold of people's imagination. away from that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's you have to put that in the time period that we're wor- working with. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, uh, the suit in itself didn't exactly give... It's not going to be flattering on anybody. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It it's pretty... It show it's, anything yeah. off. Yeah. You know, so even though I count him the greatest Batman, he's not exactly the greatest Batman suit that he's wearing. But. Robin's suit was flattering, though. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he got called out by the Catholic League. <laughs> he did. And also relatively true to the comics. So, <laughs> We're talking so about his time, dick. Uh, yeah, the last time that um, we saw Be- Robin with the green panties. The green <laughs> yeah. Speedo. Bert Ward loves like bringing that. up, like, yeah. I had a big dick. <laughs> I like, probably what do you, don't what do you anymore. Mean had, yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. Other things. <laughs> the last Batman who was in, yeah, but, but Adam West was the last Batman who was in a cloth suit. Really. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, for sure. Which you could argue is kind of true to the comics at the time. Um, it was cloth, right? Not spandex. I'm pretty sure it was cloth, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also had a Robin and a Batgirl. Not a lot of Batman had a Robin and a Batgirl. It's true. Uh, so he encountered all these, and technically he had a Justice League. His world was like the most fleshed out, I guess yeah, you could say. It, yeah, it was the most. Yeah. Um, and uh, he had an Alfred who actually had a mustache. That was the last time Alfred had a mustache. <laughs> I forgot to bring that God up. God damn it. But uh, his only, Gordon There's only enough room for one guy with a mustache in this Gotham. <laughs> Apparently, since Gordon doesn't have one in this. But uh, I don't know. We'll see if Andy Serkis grows one out. Cause if he doesn't, I'll be very upset. Yeah, because it's just like, okay, I get Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons not doing it because, like, they're famous, somewhat famous actors and how they look like. So, like, they didn't, like, it might be a, too much to ask, even See, though. Original Alfred also has a comb over? Is yeah. Original, original? Well, original Alfred is is fat. And oh, yeah, but after that shaved. guy. Okay, after, after that, that guy. guy. The, the, you mean the comic book Alfred? Yeah, he's yeah. got the comb over and. and uh, comb over, right? I, yeah. The thing is, Circus is so. I know we keep fucking getting off topic, but Circus is so stocky. Like it's yeah. it just feels like they're going to do the fucking um I was an X M I six blah 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 you know yeah he's just gonna be like Sean I'm Cockney Alfred yeah you know yeah which you know I would have preferred like a Ray Fiennes type with the yeah. you know with yeah the balding head and the, and the thin mustache and right you know, you know hello sir yeah uh, type but uh, we'll see we'll see what they, they can do also with the fence thing. like a motherfucker yeah he could also fence like Alfred the Alan Napier Alfred uh, used. Uh, he was almost doing some sort of fencing thing against Cesar Romero's Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and once it's a famous scene. It's on, it's on YouTube, but he basically kicks Romero's ass. Uh, it was one of the few uh, few times Alfred could uh, hold his own against Joker, right? Because uh, right. Romero's Joker wasn't exactly much of a threat 
as we can also see in this version. Um, let's see. And then, of course, Adam West technically fought Two Face in his final performance in the upcoming Batman, upcoming for us to cover. Uh, Batman you said he had Two-Face. a Justice League, by the way. I got he you off did, track on yes. that. So that brings me to the other one. He had more than one Justice League. So in 1979, he reprised the role of Batman with Burt Ward as Robin in the special called Legends of the Superheroes. Okay. Which had him with characters like uh, Captain Marvel. Which became Shazam, but uh, right, 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 the DC yeah. Captain Marvel, not the Brie Larson type. Yes, uh, but it had had him with other uh, DC heroes against the Legion of Doom type. So this it was is a live like, action. This was live action. It's on DC Universe. Wow. It's also it, now unfortunately it has the same reputation as the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, it's that <laughs> where, bad. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, super yeah, bad. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. D- upcoming deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> but, incredible. But we should probably watch it just to cover it. Uh, and a cover asses. So he not only did that, but he also did voices on the Super Friends, not the oh, classic yeah. Super Friends, yeah. but the spinoff later that came out with in uh, let's see, eighty four Super Friends, the Legendary Superpowers show, and then eighty five is when it became Superpowers Team Galactic Guardians. These are all okay. on DC Universe as well, by the way. These are like cartoons in the seventies, like after the show was uh, off the air. The eighties, actually. Oh, eighties. Yeah, yeah. so, gotcha. This, so this is. I feel like the eighties were definitely the doldrums for sixty six Batman. Yeah, but he was still doing it. He still, he still, yeah. yeah. I mean, in the 60s, why wouldn't he? Yeah, sixties. He's playing him in live action. Then seventy. Four, I, I forgot about this. Yeah, no, sorry. 77, he starts voicing Batman in The New Adventures of Batman. It's okay. an animated show of Burt Ward. And then two years later, he goes back to live action with Burt Ward for Legend of the Superheroes. Did he voice him in Scooby-Doo? When Batman no, that shows was him in else. Scooby-Doo? That was oh, Owen, okay. I think that was Owen Soul. I might be that's a whole other deep dive. Batman, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, man. yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that's t- we're not going to... never ends. We're, we're going to be done talking about Batman when, when we're dead. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see, he came back... For the Super Friends show in 84 and 85. Okay. So, these, again, this is already three decades in. Okay. He's still playing this character. And what's notable about the Superpowers Team Galactic Guardians is that there was an episode called The Fear. And uh, Scarecrow douses him with fear gas. And Batman goes down Crime Alley and he he remembers the death of his parents. This is the first time this happened in uh, anything other than the comics? This is the first time this happened in anything in the comics as well as the first time that any Batman adaptation showed the death of Thomas and Martha oh, Wayne. Oh, okay, yeah. The, you know, the death they, that we're tired of They mention it in the 66 yeah. show. They actually do yeah. talk about he it. Said, yeah, he says it in the beginning, in the first episode. He's yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. The, you know, my parents were murdered, you know, years yeah, ago. But that's yeah. about it, you know, right, in a show right. that doesn't really show a lot of murders or killing or anything. Yeah, it's a bit too dark for that show, but at least it gets it's a mention. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's tough yeah. to buy, like, you know, any sort of version of Batman whose parents weren't murdered. Like, why else yeah, would right, do that? So at least right. it's a vital part that they kept in there. Um you could also say he was the only Batman who said dialogue written by Bill Finger because Bill okay. Finger wrote episodes. That's true. For the 66 That's show. That's true. Uh, let's see. So Superpowers Galactic Guardians is also the creation of that meme that you might see where Batman's crying in the rain. Oh, yeah. That's from the episode The Fear. And he's the okay. in the context of the episode, he's crying because of uh, reliving the deaths of his parents. Oh, okay. So uh, that's definitely a powerful... Uh, sort of take because of the fact that West wasn't this was kind of the evolution of West he wasn't just playing the 66 Batman anymore okay he was playing a Justice League Batman he was playing a more serious take ah so we're seeing a lot of variety right in performances here uh and then years later so like we can I guess we can skip the 90s though he did show up as the Grey Ghost in yeah that's in, true in the, that's the big Conroy. one yeah in the that's animated a big series one. uh but uh in 2005 this 
art school sort of designs a Lego type looking Batman short. Okay. And they call it Batman New Times, and they bring in they somehow are able to bring in these big time actors to do this. <laughs> so they bring in Adam West to voice Batman to okay. go up against Mark Hamill's okay. Joker. Okay. And they also somehow get Dick Van Dyke to be Commissioner Gordon. Okay. This is an incredible cast for a fan film, but it's arguably right. the greatest Batman fan film ever. Because it's animated, so it doesn't look like it's super cheap, like a lot of fan films out there. It's where a Lego just like, one. And it look, yeah, it looks like Lego. I don't think it's officially Lego, but okay. it looks, he looks like Lego. It's okay. got Batman, Robin, Catwoman, Harley, Joker, and it's like only eight minutes long. Is it like a, a CG or is it? Yeah, it's a, like a CG animated. Okay, gotcha. Uh, thing, but it, it's arguably the greatest fan film because of the fact it's got that much of a talented cast. And okay, the animation is, is great for for what it is. And you can check it out on YouTube. We could watch it, uh, okay. you know, for future episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything. But that's again another Adam West as a serious Batman. Okay, it's not a '60s take. So he's played a light Batman. He's played a dark Batman. He's played, uh, you know, he's played the the live action, the Animated. cartoon, and all these different cartoons. He's been part of the Justice League in both live action and cartoon. Right, so right, like, this right. is why I have to crown him the greatest Batman because of the fact that he's been Batman in all these different iterations it's just right. a lot of times people just associate him solely with the 66 show but he's been in so much other stuff he plays pretty much the shadow and the gray ghost who yes. influenced Batman <laughs> yes he's pretty much the shadow yeah but he's Simon Trent um, <laughs> he also was the mayor in the the Batman show the you know the animated show that they where they did a spin off of the Batman versus Dracula okay so he was the mayor in that and then he was finally getting to voice Thomas Wayne in the Brave and the Bold. Okay. With Julie Newmar as Martha Wayne. Oh, shit. So that was uh, definitely a hell of a get for them. Yeah, that's and, cool. And then later on in that show, Bruce makes a Batman robot to help him out. And that robot is voiced by Adam West. Oh, shit. As well. Okay. So this guy, I think I think around the 80s and 90s or so is probably when West was just like, eh, like, I'm sick of this character. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and he sort of in his later years re like it rekindled his love right for this character right which i get it because it kind of went from like you know i'm an actor i'm supposed to play all these other different parts right everyone wants me to play this fucking stupid like superhero and right. then later i was just like you know what i'm getting old yeah <laughs> like it's the only thing that's bringing any money in probably. yeah and also it brings people joy and it's the yeah, yeah, main yeah. thing that people um you know remember his name from so i think right. he, that changed his perspective on it but uh yeah i mean the other thing is that there's a documentary, I think a PBS documentary, where they had Adam West do dialogue from the comics okay. as part of it. That's cool. And you can find some clips on this on YouTube. He does the whole uh, criminals are superstitious. Oh, lot. shit. That's cool. And then, and this is really cool, uh, he does one of the passages from The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, shit. Where he's like, you know who I am, punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it does make me think, and there's a whole other hot take, the Batman and the Dark Knight Returns, I've always seen it as, you know, a lot of people are just like, well, the Dark Knight Returns, that's like an alternate future. Right. You guys got to keep in mind, though, the Dark Knight Returns is clearly set in the 80s. Right. There's Reagan as president. Right, right, There's right. There's a Cold War going on. It's it can't You can't just put all that and say, like, okay, I guess that's a future 2045 because I'm like, right. it's not super relevant anymore. Right. And it was written because Frank Miller didn't want to feel like he was older than Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he made for Batman sure. old, which means 
it lines up that the Batman that's supposed to be in The Dark Knight Returns is the Adam West-style, super friend-style Batman okay. who's grown darker. And there's a lot of stuff that <laughs> It's a hell up of a turn. It. Well, yeah, but it, 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 there's a lot of stuff that lines up with it. The Dark Knight Returns has more impact if it's a lighter Batman who becomes dark as opposed yeah, to a darker cool. Batman cool. who gets darker. It has more impact when it's a uh, guy who used to be super friends with Superman mm-hmm. and everything and then has to fight him right. as opposed to a guy who's always been in conflict with him since day one right. and then has to fight him. It's a lot more dramatic that way. There's some other timeline stuff that just kind of uh, lines up more. Um, I think the, let's see, him seeing the Mark of Zorro mm-hmm. by Tyrone Power is... Set established in the Dark Knight Returns. Okay, but also timeline-wise, the only way that would work is that Batman saw it in 1940 when that came out when he was a little kid, which means that by the time he donned the suit, you're right in the 60s. Okay, so all again, all this timeline shit matches up, and him. This is Grant Morrison. It's all canon. Yeah, this is me being Grant Morrison on this, yeah. but uh, and if we get. If we match those ages, that means that in the 80s, he's in his mid-50s, which, again, is okay. exactly right. his age in The Dark right, Knight Returns. Right, right, right. So it is great for me to hear Adam West do the dialogue from The Dark Knight Returns because he seems like he's supposed to be right. the Batman from The Dark Knight Returns. Right, right, right. Even though you know you would never see... <laughs> they didn't cast him into The Dark Knight Returns cartoon because I think that would take people out of it, but right. that is kind of how it would be, and it, it is it does make things feel more dramatic that way in my opinion so that's my hot take uh, the dark knight returns and does he and say i want you to feel this hand at your throat or whatever no line? he does the uh one with where he's taking one of the mutants hostage oh, and okay. he's got the the hand over him and he's like do you uh, you know you're not in any position to negotiate and then he okay he takes the hand away and the guy realizes he's like 50 stories up and he right. could fall at any point and the guy screams okay so it would be amazing, though, to hear the rest of it, but unfortunately, Adam West is not with us anymore to do a full reading of this. Yeah, that's sad, but he did have a good run. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he was in his 80s or so, so yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. makes sense uh, that it happened, but uh, I mean, I think he always wanted to do, to show up as like in a, as a cameo or something in the live oh, action stuff, yeah. but I just, I just feel like it would take, it would have been really appropriate in the Schumacher era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that would have fit perfectly in right. Batman and Robin. right. And the other, like Nolan movies, I'm like, fuck no. Like, I don't think yeah, it'd be weird. That would take people out. Uh, his last performance, I think, ever was on Powerless. You remember this? I never remember saw that show Powerless. Powerless. Yeah, but it was, a, it was DC's attempt to get into comedy. It was not that great. I heard it was bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, he played a Wayne Enterprises executive at one point who, like, tells them that, like, you guys might be out of your jobs and everything. So it was nice, <laughs> like, Way to acknowledge it. I kind of wish that's that he, his last role. Yeah, I wish that he played like a member of the Wayne family. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of Bruce's many uncles or a something. A lot of a lot of famous actors' last roles like kind of like a whimper. Like, uh, well, you never know what that's gonna be. People always mention Raul Julia playing M Bison in Street Fighter, <laughs> and then and then another one, Orson Welles, Orson I Welles believe, is... was the voice of Unicron. He was, yeah. And uh, I think that was his last one. Was his By the way, one, yeah. great performance though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking awesome voice acting, but, I mean, it's Orson Welles, and his last thing was Transformers. I love Transformers, but, you know, it's <laughs> like... Citizen uh, Kane to Transformers the movie. Yeah, to Unicron. It's like, all right. You know, it's just kind of yeah. like, okay, that's just what happens. You, you know? just, it's just don't... timeline. Yeah, you don't know when you're going to go. Yeah, yeah. That would think. So, it, it's yeah. great that he did get to have work. And, of course, he's still a family guy, too. Let's not forget yeah, that. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like Batman was the only thing. I think uh, I've heard a story where he 
the way that they got him was Seth MacFarlane told him that we will deliberately not do uh, Batman references. Oh, really? Yeah. They make, yeah. I think they only did like one. Okay. Where uh, he's like in the bat suit and he's doing the thing and he's just like, oh, they turned the camera upside down. That's how we did it. And then that's <laughs> it. Uh, but there's not a lot of acknowledgement of it, which is cool because it, it I think it, he appreciated that. Because his voice is like, that. his delivery in that show is goofy enough. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's it does fit. And obviously Seth MacFarlane seems to be the kind of guy that grew up just watching TV constantly. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Family guy is yeah. full of just pop culture culture references yeah there, and that's about it sometimes. the way this the, the music stingers are and all in that yeah. show are very much like the music bumpers or whatever are so like from a time before yeah you know like old school tv coming back from commercial break music bumpers yeah even stuff like that it's just like it gets to the know. point where people are like more familiar with the family guy spoof on it before they see the original it's just a generation thing some of yeah. that shit is so old at this point man like you know Fucking yeah, I'm just like six, really 60s and 70s we, kit, yeah. sitcoms. Like, I used to watch them on Nick at Night in the 90s, and they were old then. Yeah, like, you know? how are we supposed to know? But like, whatever. Seth MacFarlane's laughing his way to the bank. With yeah, all this shit. But yeah, it's uh, it, he it was, was scheduled nice to, to be on the 9/11 plane. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear about Apparently, that. Apparently, I could be wrong about that, but from what I heard, he had to change his flight. That's fucking yeah. That's some higher powers level shit. Yeah, somebody like. wanted that atheist <laughs> motherfucker to live. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like we want more Family Guy more, and American Dad and, and the Cosmos Orville. and co- what he, he he is a noted atheist celebrity and um, wants to spread science. Wait, wait. I think, so is I think he it's awesome. Cosmos? He was the guy that got Cosmos back. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane was was in, was very much into it, mm. and it had a hard time getting back on the air. Gotcha. Because they're like, you want to make a long form documentary for Fox, <laughs> like, and and then <laughs> well, Seth MacFarlane animated comedy. Seth MacFarlane swings his Family Guy dick, and it's like it was done. Yeah, no, yeah, because yeah, he brings in the viewers. Who are like, what else is on Fox? <laughs> I mean, not what? much anymore. Yeah, it used to be the That's shit. Not McFarlane. Yeah, Fox was like the cool channel back in the day. You had X Files, you had Simpsons, Family Guy, a little bit. Yeah, now everybody. Yeah, you had the fucking X Men cartoon, f- fucking you know all that shit, man. It was awesome. Yeah, nobody's got any. Nobody's got any good cartoons these days, anyway. You know, Netflix probably some shit here and there. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's uh, yeah, no no broadcast network. Oh type yeah, stuff. yeah, no no no. I mean, that's, that shit's got, dead. Yeah, that shit's fucking dead. Yeah, unless you're already like twenty seasons in. Saturday morning cartoons, kids can turn it on fucking YouTube anytime. Pretty much. And Netflix. And rewatch that stuff. Yeah. This has been Old Man Corner at. Uh, on, uh, <laughs> I mean, we are talking about Adam West. So, that's true. You know, that's true. <laughs> it's, it comes this is way before our time. It's literally our <laughs> parents' time. <laughs> Are there any uh, clever 66-style callbacks that you'd like to see that you think could work in, like, a new context? In a new context, like yeah. in the Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Like, anything from the 66 show that you think, like, could be reimagined. Be like, oh, wait, like, that's a call to the 66 show, but it fits our world type of thing. Because I've always liked seeing that type of stuff. I think any kind of spray mm. in the utility belt. It, it doesn't have cool. to be shark anti-shark spray or whatever yeah. <laughs> but i think definitely like there's room in the utility belt for some sort of spray for detective work or whatever mm-hmm. uh use that and honestly just making the utility belt seem real 
Like it's it's like in in that show, it's fine because it's a it's a farce, right? Like it just brings out whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it kind of feels like in a lot of the live action adaptations, you're like it's just like you. It'd be kind of cool to know what's in the belt. So when it, whenever mm, a, yeah. whenever a fight scene happens, you can kind of oh he's going to use that is he going to use that you know what I mean like I don't know yeah I'd, I'd like it to be limited in terms of its uses yeah yeah so yeah so that you know that he doesn't have something for everything yeah I mean yeah. preferably he he's thought of it but like whatever he, situation he lands into it's like okay there's no possible way he could have figured this thing out and he still has to use his brains to get out of right, this type of thing right. Uh, that's another thing I should bring up. Uh, Adam West was the biggest Batman escape artist. Oh right, yeah. Uh, you know, we we forget sometimes the escape artistry is is one of the big Batman traits. The Houdini, the thing. Houdini style yeah. stuff that he you know was eventually revealed that he learned from Zatara. Right, right, right. So, yeah. which is but, also Houdini. It all comes back to yeah, that kind of stuff. Exactly. But the the death traps and everything. So much of that is Adam West. Adam West escaping from, right, from that. Right, right, right. And of course the the. You could say he was the smartest Batman in terms of figuring out these ridiculous clues. Although the first were... episode, it's Robin figuring out everything. Yeah. In the yes. 66 show. <laughs> it's a Riddler episode, right? Yeah, it was the Riddler in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was the best way to, to show off, I guess, the, the mind. I got a question Batman. for you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming our dads are somewhat around the same age. My dad's like in his 70s. Oh, your dad's older. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was probably 20-something whenever the show was out. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So he doesn't, you don't have any connection like that with your dad? Like your dad didn't watch it when he was young? I don't think he did. I okay. think he was busy with uh, other things going on. Okay. <laughs> Trying to go to college but, but, and shit. But your, your dad has a connection to 66. My dad is, yeah, he loved that show because he was like, you know, he was born in 57, so he's 66, so nine. Yeah, he was nine when the show he came out. He was the perfect age the for that. the perfect yeah. age, man. My God. So he, and to this day, he says like, Christian Bell's a wimp compared to Adam West. Adam every, Adam West could beat all the asses. He says well, I mean, shit like that. If you see the 66 show, just how uber competent right. West version is, you're right. kind of like, eh, I can see what he means by that. Like, yeah, he doesn't know, <laughs> he, I don't know, Kesey? That, it's the, that's the style. Kesey, yeah. For, stuff for, that, for Nolan's, yeah, yes. Yeah, Nolan's stuff, but like for the time. British Krav Maga, that's what Kesey is. Oh, really? Okay. It's kind of what sense. it is. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Uh, I I always kind of wondered. I'm just like I don't know if that was necessarily the best one because it just seemed very close quarter stuff, and it was kind of hard to. It's not as fantastic to watch in like wide shot choreographed fights as like the warehouse scene. In oh right, yeah, 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 still yeah. like the greatest Batman fight scene ever. Yeah, we'll talk. We could talk about that. We've talked about that before. We can talk about that again. But yes, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, like. <laughs> Nolan, he did. He made the best Batman movies, pretty much. But the the fight scenes, you look back on them, and they're like, could have been better. A yeah. lot of it could have mm, been better. Exactly. That Kesey thing was probably not the best decision. And I I think that mm. like a stunt guy, I don't know, but it just seems like a stunt guy was like, I think this is a good idea, Nolan. It's also British. Okay. Like, okay. Let's do that. Yeah. 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 Just, rather than thinking like what, because he's supposed to be learning ninjutsu. Yeah. Right. In, I know. In this, so I don't think he was actually using it. I mean, you you've studied ninjutsu, right? I'm not going to talk about All that. Right, well, you can't talk about that. <laughs> See, that's a good test. <laughs> it's a good test to see. But like, I don't think he's displaying anything from that. From uh, what? Uh, yeah. From what I've heard about it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The, the 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 Nolan trilogy does not like. It doesn't preview for a deep dive, by the way. Yeah, the the, the fights the, the fight scenes in Nolan are like I don't know. 
long story short, could have been better. Could have been, been better. I mean, yeah, I know we're, it's ironic we're saying this when we're just wrapped up watching Adam West stuff where yeah, the, yeah, the fight yeah, season yeah. just... That's so its own <laughs> thing, though, you know? like Yeah, again, we got to put that in the yeah. context of it. Does, it. does Batman 66 ever kick? Uh, you know, that's a good point. Because like, I feel, like, I feel like until martial arts, Eastern martial arts took over... I don't think kicking was like that big of a deal. You might have done like a couple of thrust kicks every now and then. That's like kicking on a door, maybe, or something like that. But like, it's yeah, just not a big part of him, Western fighting. I can see him like a thug's running out of him and just like thrust kicks him back, yeah, from yeah. back for a bit. But I don't see him like I don't see him like kicking a guy in the head, right? Or anything, right? 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 Or in the maybe in the crotch, at some point, maybe, maybe, or I can see Robin do that. I don't know. We'll have to when we get to the '66 movie, we can yeah, we can right, because obviously this is animated, so it's not like. West got to actually do anything. Right. Maybe Bruce Lee helped him out. Maybe. Maybe he did. So, yeah, that's another interesting thing. West had all these crossovers uh, with different heroes, not just the Justice League, but also Green Hornet. So that's the only that, yeah, continuity. That's honestly, yeah, pretty epic. So, yeah, he's had pretty a pretty, he did have a pretty epic Batman career that a lot of people, I don't think, really appreciate or know about until right. they learn about all this stuff. So a lot of this is all on DC Universe if you guys have it and uh, check it out. But definitely check out The Fear uh, which is that uh, Galactic Guardians episode, but it's all classified under Super Friends. Okay, uh, as the last uh, uh, season gotcha. of it. So hidden gems in DCU. Indeed, yeah, that's why I want to keep that up, even if I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of <laughs> the, the Super latest Friends. Of, well, not necessarily Super Friends, but uh, of their their latest output with the you know the new Titans season. Oh yeah, I also watched the new uh, Harley Quinn today. Is that good? I I, I don't know honestly. Like I'm just. <laughs> I didn't know how to feel about it. I'm just like, it, it's kind of funny, but also kind of crazy and kind of like weird. I'm like, I guess there's a place for this, but it's like I a don't totally know. new take. We'll talk about that it next is. time. We're pretty much wrapped up here. Pretty uh, much uh, wrapped up here, yeah. but uh, check out Return of the Kick Crusaders if you're an Adam West fan, as well as all his other uh, work for the uh, that are post 66. Uh, I am Ben Juan Ryder on Instagram, and I also curate the uh, Superhouse Instagram at Superhouse Pod. And uh, shout out to Cookie Gnomes for giving <laughs> us that shout out on Instagram. Yes, the continuing shout outs. Yes, indeed. And uh, also Alicia, and also uh, Matt Herring, why not? And uh, also Shasta, <laughs> Shasta. please yeah. join the Shasta Army. Um, and uh, I am forgetting my name thunderwolf drew <laughs> on instagram and twitter it's been a while guys and um a long time and we're superhouse pod on all the social media pretty much if you search for us search for superhouse pod on social media you'll find us mm-hmm. uh we're of course on spotify and please leave a review in itunes that really helps out our visibility mm-hmm. is uh is the itunes reviews believe it or not and uh i think that's pretty much it that is it we're gonna be going over training next time we may be going over training may or may not we'll we'll see but yeah i think i'd say uh what we teased earlier about uh doing a grant morrison style everything is canon all the crazy all the million mentors that bruce took over many several years and unrealistically was able to get have the time to do all that type of stuff we'll cover that next time catch it on the flip-flop andrew signing off then signing off 